Bulldogs, and welcome to today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast, where we hope to bring you quality content in 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, and today's episode, first off, our apologies for not having uh, an episode uh, recently. Things have gotten kind of crazy here at the Doghouse. It's the end of the school year, um, but uh, today in studio uh, are some, some superstars uh, in the building. We have some of the graduating seniors of the class of 2023 who right now are on a record pace when it comes to the scholarship record. Uh, we'll see if they break that on May 24th at class night, but we have them in studio to talk about our early college program. And students and parents, if you're listening right now, you're like, what? What is he talking about? Uh, well, today's episode's for you. So uh, at first, I want to go around the room, introduce yourself, uh, and uh, let us know uh, where you're headed to, to school. Uh, you know, start your name, where you're headed to school, uh, and we'll just we'll work around the room. We'll start over here. Um, I'm Candace Kaiser, and I'm going to Indiana University Bloomington. I'm Sydney Crosser, and I'm going to Point Park University. I'm John Fulmer, and I'm going to Indiana University Bloomington. I'm Ben Jacobs, and I'm also going to IU Bloomington. Yes, and I am Aaron Lord, and I am also headed to IUB. Fantastic. And also in studio, Natalie McGarvey, the counselor for the class of 2026. Boom. Now, Ms. McGarvey, if you don't mind, could you just shed a little light on what the early college program is um, and uh, what students can get out of it here at New Albany? Absolutely. So our early college program at New Albany um, has several parts to it. Um, students are, we have a large number of dual credit, which means students are earning college credit at the same time they're earning high school credit. They are all taught by New Albany High School teachers and not um, visiting college professors, which I feel like is a true benefit of our program. And then we have a large number also of AP courses, some which some of which are both AP and dual credit. But if they're an AP only course, if a student performs well on the AP exam, getting to generally a three, four, or five on that exam in May, they can earn college credit through that. With the early college program, we do have several full certificates or degrees that students complete, the first of which is the ICC, which is the 30 credit certificate. That is a program through Ivy Tech in the state of Indiana that those 30 college credits are guaranteed to transfer course for course within the state. And then we also have a large number of students that are able to complete an actual associate's degree through Ivy Tech in general studies. And those, those students actually have the opportunity to graduate and walk across the college stage before they've walked across our high school st stage, which is an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, that's insane to think that you all, or some of your, your peers and some of you are going to walk across the stage, we'll hand you the a high school diploma uh, from the Otis High School of the state of Indiana, and then like three more steps, then you're a college graduate as well. So that's that's amazing. Uh, I wanna start with Ms. Crosser. Um, so uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, your experience with the early college program. Your all's high school experience is unlike any other, right? I mean, you all came in freshman, something happened in March of 2020, things went crazy. Uh, and then you all came back, and correct me if I'm wrong, and I could be wrong, but you all came back and it was hybrid, right? Your sophomore yeah. year? Yeah. Yes. So you come back and then we're like, hey, early college, early college. And you're like, yo, we're just trying to have a normal high school experience right now. And we're talking about college. Sydney, talk to me about what piqued your interest with the program and what made you want to start the early college program. So a lot of my classes already were kind of on track, especially starting in like honors classes as a freshman, kind of led on track to being in, it, in the early college classes. Um, and the counselors definitely were encouraging students to be able to do those. I am graduating with the associates. Um, and so, 
having all those credits, I've looked into transferring them into my college currently and going into the pre-physical therapy track, I was looking at one of the schools and the only class I had left my first year was like chemistry labs. <laughs> so That's outstanding. Now, uh, Mr. Fulmer, talk to me about your experience. What made you want to start the early college process? So like you said, coming back sophomore year, you guys and the counselors started pushing a lot of class and stuff. But going into my freshman year, we were I was already taking a lot of honors classes. So those dual credit and AP classes kind of already worked in. That was just one little notch above. So I decided to just dive right into it and take as many as I possibly could just to try to see how much credit I could earn. So it was pretty seamless for me. Nice. Uh, Ms. Kaiser, your experience uh, at the beginning of the early college program. Yeah, so basically I was in the same boat as both Sydney and John. I had already been taking a lot of honors classes, AP, dual credit, that kind of thing, and it just fit really well into my schedule and just ultimately what I, what I wanted to do. I'm also getting my associate's degree um, at the end of this year, and with that, because I'm on a pre-med track, I can get my bachelor's within two and start med school earlier, so it was really appealing for that side of things. That's fantastic. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, uh, do you remember when we started talking about this early college program to you, what piqued your interest? Uh, yeah, really, I was just interested at, like, the types of classes that were, because, like, when you look at it, they're not the normal, like, math or English class. They're really um, specific classes and interesting. Like, for example, like, uh, manufacturing and computer science are not uh, normal classes you can always take, so it gives you a really nice exposure of what an actual uh, college class will look like uh, in a specialized field, and it also give you experience on, like, uh, what your degree like what you would be doing after college shows really nice exposure to get in high school for me uh yeah so i'm kind of in the same boat as everyone else as we just started off taking the honors and stuff classes and then we went in and at some point i realized that um started like talking about getting the associates and i realized i was on track for it so i started the last two years have taken all ap and dual credit classes and it like can be stressful at times doing like sports and stuff like that but for the most part it's not too bad and it's pretty nice um, just like lining your schedule up to be able to get all that because I will get the associates and um, by the looks of it, I should be able to double major in college, which is going to be a good way. Um, just in my normal time there, I'm going to be able to double major. So it's a pretty like sweet uh, thing just to be able to, in high school, especially if you're already taking a lot of those classes, not even making major changes to your schedule, just kind of a couple things here and there. I took like one or two classes a summer. There's some little things you have to do, but for the most part, if um, it's something you're already doing, it's really not a big change and it has a lot of benefits. Yeah, and, and I've shared this story with you all uh, mul multiple times, but you know, I, I was at U of L for 11 years as an academic counselor. I worked with students from all over the country, and it on many different levels, my experience in high school and your experience in high school was much different than many students that I met with. Uh, and that's from a co-curricular activities and, and all the activities that we have here, but also from an academic perspective. And it's it's grown a lot since Miss McGarvey and I were students here. Um, I think we had like three AP classes. Do you remember that you could take? Was there? I remember I graduated with 13 college credits, okay. and that was pretty extreme at the time. But this, we won't say how long ago that was, guys. Just a few years ago. Just, Just a, few. a few years. It's a blink, ago. Yes. blink of time. Yeah. So, and then recently, I actually had a buddy of mine who started a, a career change, and he went back to Ivy Tech, and he was taking classes. And one day he came over, and he's like, "Don't you have seniors that are walking away with an associate's?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "That's ridiculous." And I was like, "Yeah, it's it, it really is incredible." Uh, so, you all are graduating here in a little over a month. 
Um, so just just quickly, I want you to think about through your early college courses, um, what are some of the favorite ones that, that you've taken uh, and why, if it was the curriculum or if it was the instructor? Uh, tell me the course. Tell me why it was your favorite. Uh, and we'll start with Ms. Crosser. Um, I actually was having a discussion with one of my dual credit teachers the other day about this. Um, one of my favorites was definitely our anatomy and physiology class, which is dual credit. It's not AP, but we do a lot of labs where we dissect things, and it's really cool to be able to get to see all of that, along with um, the AP course, AP seminar, the AP capstone thing, which is a little different, but that one was very, very hands-on, and you got to do your own research about things. It's very in-depth, so you get more out of it, and it's a lot of personal like research. So that's what I like most about the dual credit classes is you get really specific information and you do your own personal like study. Yeah, I would say the same. The AP research and um, capstone program was great for me because it's- Shout out the instructor. Who's the instructor? Miss Sillings. All right, shout out Miss Sillings. <laughs> and uh, that was good for me because it's kind of structured more like a college class as you're doing your own work it's not very teacher or professor led it's you're doing your own work and you have to stay on top of that and then another one of the dual credit classes i really enjoyed was the project lead the way program so talk to me about ap research and, and anybody can jump in here uh quickly uh, what's the you said that you get to do your own research shed a little bit more light on that for maybe an underclassman who's like what, what's he talking about uh, AP research is just a, it's a year long class where we have like one research paper is the main um, ob objective and we kind of go in there and start finding research and then you have to find a gap in your research whenever you're looking for stuff so something that hasn't been researched and then from there we go on to conduct our own research which is kind of the cool part it's like not really a traditional research paper that we've done before so we're collecting our own data surveys meeting with people talking um, and then from there you make your analysis and uh, give your results and then we have a presentation so it's a year-long class just devoted to one research paper and one research project and it's really cool because you can deep dive into one topic and it's really not like a traditional class like we've taken before wait a minute you're saying one paper for the entire year that sounds yes. pretty easy well <laughs> well if um, you manage your time it should be fairly easy yeah. but if you don't then it's a little yeah. difficult no, like right now, um, I am completely done with my paper. I think it's 5,440 words. How many words? 5,440 words. So the paper normally range ranges from around 4,000 to 5,000 words. However, you get to choose your topic. That was the best thing for me. I ended up doing mine over all things chick flicks or romantic comedies. I had a lot of fun with it, and it was a topic I got to stick with all year so one of the best things about research and that seminar course before is that you're picking topics that you're interested in so it's not just some random topic your teacher decides to assign you you get to research in a field that you're interested in love that now is uh, is that one of your favorite classes that you've taken or yes ap research is definitely one of my favorite ones specifically miss sellings is awesome but ap seminar as well it's just with good lit both of those courses have just given me things i wouldn't have been able to do two years ago like um, being able to give a presentation in pers person. I used to get super clamped up and su super nervous about those things, but now I'm really confident going into it. Not to mention my writing has improved so much because of those two classes. I also want to shout out Miss Sloan and Anatomy. There we go. That there class we go. is so much fun. I highly recommend to all of you to take it. She's an excellent teacher and she teaches the class really well. So if you're really interested in like medicine, healthcare, that kind of thing, it's a must take class. That's good stuff. Now, I, um, I, I have to ask this now. Can you give us a romantic film 
recommendation uh, oh. from from your your research? Definitely, I think a one that is a must watch is How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Okay. It's one of my favorite of all time. However, in my research paper, I do kind of bash the whole movie. Oh. So, okay. Why is that? Well, to get into a little bit more. She's like, read my paper, Mr. Bobbitt. Pretty much. Find <laughs> out. Read my paper and find out. But basically, um, I kind of just go through and point out all the toxic relationship trends in the movies mm. because they are promoted heavily without each and every film. There's not one that is not that is not promoting toxic traits more than they are healthy traits. It is always toxic traits. So that's kind of what my paper dives into. All right. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, favorite class of the early college program? Um, I have to say it's either the advanced manufacturing class I'm in this year with Mr. Wright uh, because that class it doesn't even feel like you're in a classroom when you walk in just the type of projects you're working on um, you're making code to uh, 3d print something or to uh, use like a, a laser cut to like cut out shapes like it you don't have like worksheets in there you know you you're just doing a lot of work and it feels like it's giving you a lot of exposure for something you would actually do in the like real world to make money or I also enjoyed the AP language class last year with Miss Ponder, just because I went into that class and didn't feel like I liked English at all. Uh, I felt like I was more of a STEM kind of guy, and then through the year, uh, she just really made it easy to be able to read these complex um, papers and be able to understand and write about it, which really helped out on the AP exam. So, so Mr. Lord, favorite class? Uh, I'd say my favorite class in like the advanced college. Um, it's probably AP Human Geography. It's not a like super popular class, but I just think it was really interesting. Um, just like the topics and stuff like that, I'm pretty interested in. So I thought it was it was pretty fun, and uh, I passed the AP exam, so I'll, I get credit for something. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. All right. So r real talk. Okay, we are about what five weeks away uh, from the end of the school year. Yeah. There's underclassmen that are listening to this. Uh, there are bullpups and panthers who are getting ready to be bulldogs who are listening to this, uh, advice that you would, you would give the, the incoming freshmen or maybe the underclassmen that are currently here about the early college program or their experience here at New Albany, uh, what advice would you give them? We'll start with Ms. Crosser. Um, one is don't be scared. It sounds scary, the title, it being a college class, it's really not much more work than your traditional class, although you do take a deeper study into the subject areas. There, also your junior year, there's the option to take AP US History, which is dual credit, AP Lang, which is also dual credit, and then seminar, AP seminar. And all three of those, I call them the trifecta because they bounce off each other and you gain a lot out of all, taking all three of those courses together because they kind of, all kind of correlate and then you have a full round understanding of how to like write papers and support your arguments take that if you're going into junior year that is one of my most helpful things that I've gotten out of the high school is those three classes together all right mr. Fulmer yeah I definitely agree those three uh, that trifecta there is definitely helpful and then another thing I would say is just starting freshman sophomore whatever is to get into as many dual credits and APs as possible. As, like It can be scary, but even if you are dead set or you don't know what you want to do in college or after, just take as many as possible and it'll end up working out in the end <laughs> and you'll get something out of it. It is, it's a great program. Nice. Ms. Kaiser, any advice for our 
uh, our underclassmen or our incoming freshmen about early college, about co-curricular involvement, uh, extracurricular involvement, any advice that you want to give them? Yeah, so I kind of come from a different circumstance than everyone else here in this room. So I was originally not in the New Albany Floyd County School System. I was at Silver Creek, um, and not to like talk bad about Silver Creek or anything, but New Albany just offered so much more academically compared to Silver Creek because you're getting those dual credit classes, AP courses, honors courses that they just don't have the capacity to offer at Silver Creek. So I came in not really knowing what to expect and remembering my the first quarter of my freshman year also playing varsity soccer at the time being horrible for the simple fact of the workload. It is so much more than what you're gonna expect to be. However, as well as long as you stay or organized and structured, you're gonna be able to get through it and be able to balance all these things at once, which are really gonna benefit benefit you going into your next few years here, as well as just going into college. Not to mention if you are interested in taking this um, course that's gonna get you that ICU or associate's degree, it's really important to be able to stay structured and organized throughout all of it to be able to get through all that workload that you're going to have. Mr. Jacobs, AKA the Director of Conditioning at the University of Louisville, what advice would you give? Um, I'd say uh, definitely don't be afraid to challenge yourself in like a sport or a class because I can honestly say that like every adult in this building wants to see you succeed. So they're gonna help you any way you can to succeed. If you're falling behind or struggling, they're gonna give as much effort as you put in. And um, if you want to challenge yourself, you'll be able to handle it all if you're willing to put in effort. Mr. Lord, what advice would you give? Uh, I'll go a little ways away from what everyone else is saying. Uh, I definitely think get involved in something, whether it's sport or theater or something. I think finding a group of people uh, some of my best friends come from running cross country and track and you just build good relationships that helps you in and out of school. So I think definitely get involved in something uh, to give you something to do after school and just have like a good group. And then um, starting freshman year, definitely stay caught up on everything because I know a lot of people that come in and think that graduation is four years away and it seems like a long way and you have time to catch up. But um, really those first three years of high school is like whenever you're applying to schools and stuff is when a lot of that is really important. So don't get, uh, like, don't fall back early on and just stay caught up and then just have fun with all of it because it goes by quick. Ms. McGarvey, from a counselor's perspective, what advice would you give our incoming students or underclassmen? So for incoming students, definitely get involved. Um, as a parent, that is a rule for my children. They have to be involved in at least one thing in their school. Um, and so I think that is a huge piece of a, happy, successful high school career is kind of becoming part of the family or the team in whatever way fits you as an individual. Academically challenge yourself, but then I'm gonna go away from a little bit of what some of these guys have said. Um, it's okay to not take all seven AP dual credit classes. Yes. It's okay to have a regular class or if your career path or something you think you're interested in is in one of our programs that doesn't have everything dual credit, that is awesome and perfectly okay. Um, sometimes students feel the pressure to just take only six point classes, which is what the AP dual credit is for the rank or for the GPA or just because all their friends are taking it. But maybe they don't want to be a physical therapist, so it doesn't make sense to take that course. Maybe they want to go into business, so they need to take intro to business and accounting and our sports marketing program, which unfortunately aren't dual credit right now but are very valuable courses. So kind of just remember that and keep that in mind as well. Um, for you guys, as a parent of a, of a freshman in college who 
isn't really a freshman because of the early college program here. Be prepared for every time you go in to meet with your advisor for them to look at you and be like, are you a transfer student from another college? Because she's gotten that every time. Um, It surprises at multiple schools because I've talked to other current freshmen. They've all gotten that same experience. Where did you go to school? What did you do? How did you get this many college credits? And your planning process for your classes might be a little bit more complex than some of your peers because you have all of those underclassmen requirements taken care of, which is awesome. Um, But just kind of be prepared and know that they're going to look at you in amazement because that is pretty much the common theme for Bulldogs when they head off to college, which is awesome. Yeah, I I love when I get on Twitter and I see students like, yeah, um, like we had a situation where two years ago a student had graduated in her first semester at Bellarmine. She was um, academic, like all conference or whatnot, and they listed her as a junior. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, she's first semester at Bellarmine, but Sorry. because academically she's a junior because of all the early college credits. And if, if you don't mind, I, I want to back up on what Ms. McGarvey said, and students feel free to jump in here. Uh, I would like to reiterate that, that comment about it's, it's not an all or nothing thing. Like you don't have to take like six or seven AP classes a semester. Like one of the best commencement speeches I ever heard was about 15 years ago. And this this student excelled so much academically and had a full ride to Rice, uh, but got up there and talked about her high school experience. And she was like, I actually look back and I feel like I missed out on a lot because I wasn't involved in extracurriculars. I didn't go to football games. I wasn't doing these things because I was so worried about taking all these really difficult classes. So it's important to, to find that balance if you can. Uh, students, any, anything that you want to shed light on, on on finding that balance? I was going to say, I'm actually going to college as a dance major and earning my prerequisites in physical therapy. So I take several of like the theater classes, taking advantage of the fact that we have those arts programs within the school. So my schedule is not loaded with AP classes, yet I'm still on track to earn my associates. Um, it's just finding, again, that balance of being able to do things that you love and maybe earning that college credit, but it may not line up exactly. I, I'm in two theater classes right now, and I'm only in like three APs. Thank you for sharing that, because yes. I think I think a lot of times other high school students, they only see or hear, or they assume, I've got to take all seven to get to that level. Yeah. And so I think it's good to hear from a current <laughs> high school student that has reached the highest level that it's possible to also take some fun classes. Yeah, taking all seven AP classes in your schedule, I would definitely not recommend. Last year, I think I had a total of five AP classes, and even that was a lot. So it's just, again, learning to find that balance, because like this year for my senior year, I've only took, taken a total of three AP classes this year. One was a one semester class, two I is full year I'm taking right now. However, I have my, um, well, sorry, four AP classes, but I have my English class worked in there, as well as two art classes that I love taking and I enjoy taking. I've made a point in taking a art class every year. So you don't have to load up every single year. Like my freshman and sophomore year, I definitely wasn't planning on getting my associate's degree. It kind of just was like, oh, well, hey, you have the credits for it, so might as well try and get it. And by taking extra classes in the summer, I was able to do that. But it's not necessarily something you have to do. So you just need to make sure that you are taking your taking classes that you're going to enjoy. Yeah, Mr. Lord, I think you were going to get in here. Yeah, I mean, I was just, like, I think if you can balance everything, go for it. Um, But then, like, I I wouldn't compromise, like, a good experience because, like, there's definitely been times, I mean, I think my grades overall could be better, except I don't want to, like, 
I don't know. I don't think it's worth to try to like always stay in and study and like make sure you're doing like like just doing everything just to try to get like all perfect grades and like the highest classes. I think it's important to have like a good experience too because I mean at the end of the day, um, like whether you have like if you're like number one in the class or like I don't know like not it doesn't I don't think it matters like as much just like I think it's good to like have the opportunity to get a lot of these credits and put yourself ahead but also I definitely think it's just about like having fun yeah like the 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 whole idea is we want you to be prepared when you leave here but we don't want you to look back on your high school experience and like dread it you know like I didn't have a good time at New Albany because all I did was you know this one area I focused on and it could be the other way too we could only focus on extracurriculars and that's also not what we want to do so it's about finding that balance all right uh so quick question uh favorite memory uh when you when you leave here you're gonna look back just give me one memory you look back of like man that wasn't that was an awesome moment in my high school career we'll start with Miss Crosser um mine would probably probably be again I'm involved in theater I'm not just the (laughs) one sitting in the dual credit classes um I get involved in probably doing the bows or hanging out backstage with my friends in theater all right Mr. Fulmer give me a moment honestly I would just say generally the day-to-day whenever there are people that take those seven AP classes and they're just gonna stay in the books and stuff but for me it would just be the day-to-day like freshman year coming in so naive and just walking around like with my friends hanging out every day in class like just the day-to-day is pretty good for me all right miss kaiser yeah so like i said i do play varsity soccer here and i've been playing for four years my favorite memory had to be my sophomore and junior year playing soccer um my sophomore year we played this team called evansville north not evan no yeah evansville north and they were supposed to kill us guys i'm not even kidding we were supposed to lose like 14-0 and 14-0 no i'm not kidding they're really good like we were we went into this game i remember warm-ups and we were like we're gonna lose might as well not try so we were goofing off the whole time but at halftime i remember grace barber a senior at the time came off the field saying guys we're only down 2-0 they're not actually that good i think we can actually win and she was super positive about it and we ended up winning that game 3-2 i don't even know how and then going into my junior year they were mad they were like (laughs) oh well we should have killed this team last year why why didn't we so i think it was last three minutes of the game they were up 1-0 because we had been putting up a fight because we're like oh we're not going to let them win this year, right? So even tying, again, they're so really good. Even tying at this point would be a little bit of a miracle. And Elena Walker, love her, goes down in the box. So we get a PK. For those of you who don't know what that is, basically you just get a free shot on the goal, one player in the goalie, walks over to me, hands me the ball, says, you got it. So I'm the one to take the shot, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm either going to win or lose this game for my team. Well, not win, tie but tying at this point was going to feel like a win. And I made that PK and it was, it's, I have it on a video on my phone. It's, I go and watch it all the time. It's one of my favorite memories from high school. Well, I want to see this video now. Uh, that's, that's outstanding. Um, good stuff. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, well, favorite memory other than win three days a week. I know that's part of your favorite memories, uh, right? Yeah, you know, yeah like definitely. Out, but. I'd say I probably have uh, two good ones up there. Uh, over the summer, after my junior year, I took a uh, speech class online. And at the end of uh, the week, every week, we'd always have a speech due. And you had to have six people in the audience to come. So we just had, like, me and my friends, and we would all give our speeches. And it, it was just so hilarious to me, just, like, giving a speech and just looking at six of the, like, funniest people you know. Uh, <laughs> I really look forward to those Sunday speeches. And then I'd say uh, every year in cross country, like, during the fall, every Thursday we have team dinners. Uh, 
yeah, those, I'm going to miss those a lot. Mr. Lord? Uh, I would say my senior cross-country season in general, uh, it was really good. I came off an injury last my junior track season, and uh, recruiting-wise, I didn't really know where I was at. And I started running well, and uh, things were just going well. And Aiden, Ben, and I were having, like, really, really good training all summer and all season. And, like, things just started clicking, and, uh, like, it was just it was just going well in general. And just, like, meet after meet, we were running good and being successful and then I ended up committing and then the next week I got top 10 at state so it was like it was just exciting season um coming off of a bad junior season with an injury it was good to come in and put in the work and train well and uh we just had a lot of good memories all right so now we're going to end the episode with a little rapid fire uh favorite place in southern indiana to get a cup of coffee we'll start with miss crosser well, I'm going to say Coffee Crossing with my Coffee Crossing drink sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fulmer. Heine Brothers. Kaiser. Coffee Crossing, 100%. Coffee Crossing, two. Heine Brothers, one. Mr. Jacobs? Yeah, I'm going to have to go Heine Brothers for Uh-oh. this one. Two, two. And I think I know where this one's going to go, but Mr. Lord, favorite place to get a cup of coffee? Uh, a little biased, but yeah, Heine <laughs> Brothers. All right. Um, next up, give me a song that would be uh, that's, uh, like on your soundtrack to like pump, pump you up, uh, either, whether it be before a theater performance, before a soccer match, before a run, just something that you go to to, to hype you up. We'll start with Miss Crosser. Oh, I'm not good with music, to be completely honest. Okay. I just... I don't know. I turn on um, my soundtrack, which plays a mixture of show tunes or, honestly, Taylor Swift, and it just kind of goes on and hey. whatever plays, plays. <laughs> um, uh, Fulmer, give me, a, give me a song that's on the Fulmer playlist. I, wouldn't, I don't really have a song, like my song, but I'm a big Drake fan. So Okay. So All right. We, we'll, we'll go with Drizzy. All right. Uh, <laughs> Cadence? I'm going to get made fun of for this, but no. Party in the USA. Listen, that's a jam. It's a jam. And I just had this conversation with a couple seniors, but one day I was bored uh, and, you know, the Jay-Z song was on. Uh, I went, I was like, I wonder what Jay-Z song was on. So I went back and looked when that song was released. And if you're curious, it's Run This Town. Uh, That was the song that was on with Rihanna. So there you go. Uh, That's what you learn here on the 1020 Dogcast. Uh, Now, uh, Mr. Jacobs, give me a song. Uh... Like before a race, like when I'm warming up and I really need to get locked in, I really like listening to Kendrick Lamar and specifically either DNA or um, a song he's featured on called Family Ties by Baby Keem. Those, right. are, those are two good songs to get me hyped up. Okay. Mr. Lord? Those were actually uh, both two of some of my options. But I would say recently the song I've been listening to last before I uh, take out my AirPods is uh, Otis by Jay-Z and Kanye West on Watch the Throne. It's a great song. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, photo shoot fresh, looking like wealth. About to call the paparazzi on myself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Miss <laughs> uh, <laughs> McGarvey, any songs that are on your playlist? I'm with Miss Crosser, and it's usually show tunes of some sort okay. or whatever music my children are insisting we listen to, which is often Taylor Swift. <laughs> listen, Tay Tay's got the the, the, the jams, uh, and show tunes can get you pumped up too. You know, like there's some stuff on the greatest showman that like if i listen to i'm jacked up absolutely so um all right we'll end this with a favorite place in southern indiana to get lunch or dinner miss crosser you go first um i'm gonna say la katrina is one of my favorites i don't get to go there very often but the queso's on point yeah it's it's definitely on point Falmer. 
Uh, I'd say a good place that me and a bunch of my friends like to go to is the Spaghetti Junction. <laughs> Formerly known as Spag Shop. Yeah, the, it's the garlic bread there, though. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Like, you could just go and, like, smash, like, six feet of garlic bread and be good, but the spaghetti is good as well. Uh, Ms. Kaiser. Um, I think the whole soccer program, can I agree when I say PB or Puerto Vallarta? That's okay. where we hit up every single after every single game. Another place with quality queso. Um, <laughs> or Mr. Jacobs? Uh, this is tough. Um, since John said Spag Shop, I'll probably go with um, A Street Pizza in downtown. They, they make a pretty good meat. Yeah. Pizza. I agree. I agree. Mr. Lord? Uh, we don't get it often, but sometimes we'll go out and we love hitting up rallies. Listen. <laughs> rallies. Okay. What else do you get other than the fries? The fries are a staple. Everybody gets the fries. The banana milkshakes. Facts. Okay. That's all I get. I don't think I've ever gotten anything other than the fries there. So. Yeah. Well, that's all we get. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just, we just always have funny memories when we go. All right, good stuff. Well, it sounds like uh, everyone in this room likes options. And if you like options, may I recommend Legacy Pizza, the proud sponsor of the 1020 Dogcast. Hey. If you don't know where they're at, they're over on Vincent Street. Have you all had Legacy? It's legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so legit. Like, yeah. if you like pasta, uh, if you like the spaghetti shop or spaghetti junction or the spag shop, as you all call it, yeah. Um, yeah. the chicken Alfredo there will change your life. Like, no, me and my dad get a... Uh uh, legacy pizza every Thursday. Every Thursday night we eat pizza, and it's n normally a legacy pizza. Love that. So, um, well, again, that, I think that does it for to, uh, today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast. Um, again, seniors, we're proud of you. Uh, you've done uh, great work here over the last four years. You've had to overcome a global pandemic and a lot of change, and yet there's, there's probably over a million dollars in scholarships sitting in this room right now. Uh, and a couple college degrees and a lot of college credits and um, we're, we're proud of you and you're going to do excellent things uh, on all the campuses that you go to um, but uh, Miss McGarvey anything else from you? No I think you've covered it just remember these last few days go fast much like the rest of your high school career did so enjoy it but also keep your heads on straight. Yes, yes. <laughs> don't do anything you regret the last five weeks. But that does it for the 1020 Dogcast. Hopefully you got quality content in 10 to 20 minutes.